Turn it up. This is another brand new episode of the Run It Up podcast. We're going in on everything sports, pop culture, and everything in the world of hip hop. Let's go. This is the Run It Up podcast with Najee Adams. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Run It Up podcast here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network and Blue Wire Hustle. Uh, I am your host, Najee Adams, and uh, we are here today again. Wait, that, we, I'm going to say that for a minute, bro. We got a whole announcement we got to go with. But before we get into that, uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the Run It Up podcast on Apple Podcasts. Download the pod on Spotify. Share it with your family, your friends. All of that good stuff. You can follow me on Twitter at Najee Adams underscore. The pod is at Run It Up Pod on Twitter. Uh, leave that five star rating and review. They're all going to get read on the pod. And uh, without further ado, we back. We got our boy, Justice Gregory. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Jay back on the pod, bro. <laughs> How you doing today, bro? I'm chilling, bro. Bless. That's what I said last time. That's so exactly. Word for word. Exactly. So. So we basically got like a little announcement. As you can see, if you're watching the video, if you're not watching the video portion, what are you doing? You got to check That's out. That's what the I'm YouTube saying. Link. If you're watching the video portion, we're clearly matching. We got the headphones on the outside of the hoodie up. He got the the black cap on. I got the dewy on. Like we chilling, bro. All he missing is the glasses, and he low key has them. He just don't want to put them on. So there you go. He basically matching, and with that, uh, Justice is basically going to be for the foreseeable future a weekly guest on the pod, like. We was vibing last episode, and yeah. we wanted to do some anyway, and so this is what we came up with. So, bro, how you feel about being on the Run It Up Pod every week? Bro, this is crazy. I'm so comfortable with Naj for everybody listening. <laughs> I'm so comfortable with Naj that I'll FaceTime, bro. Like, I don't even – I've never even met him in person. I'll just straight FaceTime, bro. I don't care. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm so excited to be a part of it. This is like I always told you, bro, like I – I really liked your pod. Uh, especially when I started listening to like everybody on Blue Wire, yours always stood out to me. So, and I really thought we were vibing last episode. So I just I like what was going on. So I figured I'd come back. Exactly, bro. It's perfect, bro. So, so we got a nice episode for y'all today. Uh, just to run down, kind of what we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about Blake to the Nets and kind of what we think it does for that team. We're gonna go over our <laughs> gonna go over our midseason awards. Uh, we're going to go over kind of this segment called Contender versus Pretender and talk about what NBA teams we think really have a shot at the championship uh, and what teams you think are going to fizzle out come playoff time. And then we're going to end it with like two or three realistic trades each that we think will happen before the deadline. So uh, basically got a pretty packed episode for y'all and uh, let's get into it. So as you guys know, uh, the Pistons bought out Blake Griffin. His time in Detroit is over with. And uh, it was kind of rumored, like, he was going to go to the Nets. He was going to go to, like, the Lakers. He was going to go – what were the other teams that were – It don't matter. It don't, <laughs> it don't matter. matter. It don't matter. Don't and so care. he ended up getting bought out. Like, at the second that it could that he could be signed to a team, it was, like, 5 p.m., he was announced to be signed with the Nets. So yeah. he he's going to the Nets all along. And uh, so how do you think that impacts their, their winning chances, bro? Um, I, I don't think it changes a lot. And the reason I don't think it changes a lot is because I don't think it fixes their problems. Um, Blake, even at his athletic peak, was not a good defender. Um, so what am I supposed to think he's going to do right now? And, like, to me, when you're making moves and you're a contender, then you're looking at other contenders. When you look at the West, it's the Lakers and then everybody else. And they know that. The whole NBA world knows that. 
Exactly. So what does what does Blake Griffin offer you in that series? And like like so like that I don't understand. I, I guess I understand the signing because talent is talent. But I mean, if Blake is as healthy as he could possibly be right now in his career, he's not seventy percent of what he was. So I don't really care. The thing is, so everyone knows Blake hasn't dunked a ball since 2019 or whatever that that stat is. Like, and that's the thing that people continue to say, and that's that's tragic for him. And I'm with you, bro. I don't think that he's gonna add much to the team. They've already come out and say that they want to bring him off the bench as a stretch big. I mean, that's what else. That's he's LeBron he size. He's that, LeBron like, size. Like, like I don't know what. And the next problem is height. You feel me? Like. DeAndre Jordan is probably the biggest player on their team in what? What is he, like 6'10", 6'11"? Probably 6'10". I'll give him 6'10". 6'10", 6'11". And he's not that athletic anymore of a big anyway. Yo, KD is probably the tallest guy on that team. No Honest joke. to God he is. It, no I just, it, it just came to my mind that they have DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin. That, I yeah. Did, I just Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Old Lob City coming Old back Lob together. City. Just need Chris Paul back there, but. Honest to God, like like I was saying, bro, saying, bro, the, the next guys the Nets need defense. Blake Griffin doesn't bring you either one of those. I mean, I guess he brings you size because he is six nine, but like he ain't doing nothing with that. Listen, bro, I don't want to sound like I'm just like hating on Blake Griffin because I actually do like Blake Griffin. Uh, I just don't think he's an impactful player when it comes to competing for a championship, and even when it comes to competing to come out of the East, because right now I think when you look at Philly, that's going to be a tough series for them. And a Blake Griffin signing doesn't help you with that. Now, if they are able to pull off Andre Drummond or they go get, uh, I don't know, what's his name, bro? Hassan Whiteside. If just somebody who offers him size and can do something with Embiid, at least like make it a little more difficult for him, then cool. But, uh, I mean, we just saw what Embiid did to go bare the other night. So it's not. <laughs> I'm not saying, I don't think he's sweating whoever they sign. And the the thing is, like, I just don't think it moves the needle. I just truly don't. And a lot of people kind of thought maybe we haven't seen the best of Blake because the Pistons were just not good. And so he was kind of, like, slumming it on the Pistons. Hold on, Uh, bro. Hold on. You know the workout video of him dunking, like that's in, on the gym, in the Everybody's gym. Everybody's like, "Oh, he was playing up. He was playing the pistons. Like, he's six nine. He's supposed to be able to dunk the ball." That's what, what I'm saying, bro. Some people were like, "Yo, that video is from like two years ago." Like, is it really? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I've heard. I saw that on Twitter. Like, bro, this is a, this is a video from two years ago. But regardless, bro, I personally don't think he was slumming it on the pistons. Like, uh, he was an all star like two years ago. Yeah, and, and so I, I just don't think that because they were bad, that made him be bad. I just think that he was bad. Like, he regressed, just like every other player outside of LeBron James does when they get older. Like, Go. like I just don't – I just don't think that, that it's going to bring the Nets what they need. No. Uh, and so at the end of the day, are the Nets still probably the favorites to come out of the East? Yes. It doesn't hurt. It, it, does, I mean, it doesn't hurt. Exactly. I just don't think it helps as, as much as people believe. I mean, is he better than Jeff Green? I honestly can't give you a yes or no answer. Okay, you right better now, say yes to that. Bro, I can't He's tell better you, than bro. Jeff Green. Come, come, bro, Jeff Green is killing this season, though. Before he got injured, Jeff Green was a major piece of the Nets, bro. How many years have we done this with Jeff Green? He go to a I team, mean, he, he go get wrong. a couple buckets. <laughs> he, go to Cle- he went to Cleveland, dunked on a couple cats. We like, wrong. oh, y'all look out, bro. We got big three. <laughs> like, it's just like, my, I'm not a Jeff Green believer. I think Blake Griffin at this point. And to touch on, like, the positives of Blake, bro, like, Blake's in the last five years, I guess, really become a good passer, especially for his position and what he does. Um, and if they're planning on using him in, like, a – 
offensively Draymond type of role where you're creating from the top of the key for the other three guys who can do whatever they want to do with the ball. Uh, I don't I don't see how it hurts them. I, I don't think it helps them, but. And that's something that, like like I said, like I don't want to just bash on Blake. And that's something that the Nets actually don't have is a big that can play make. And right. so they, they get them a playmaking big. It gives them the option. I don't know if they would ever want to do this or ever should do this to have both Kyrie, KD, and uh, Harden play off ball or have Blake right. run a fish, uh, I mean, uh, initiate some sort of offense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A little Draymond role. But uh, the question I want to ask you, bro, who's going to close games for them? Like, what's their, their ending what's that, five going to yeah, be? Yeah, what's the ending five? It's Every not going to be their starting five. They're, so what's their starting five? I mean, it varies from day to day, but Bruce Brown right now is filling in. Um, their ending five, like their closing game lineup is obviously Kyrie Harden. KD. Kyrie Harden, KD. The four? What if KD's at the five to close? It depends on what team they're playing. If they're playing a team with a dominant big, they can't. I mean, you almost can't have DeAndre Jordan on the floor either anyway, in playoff games. So it's tough. In playoff games. It's so different. If they run an AD, AD, look at me, Lakers on my mind. Mm, if they mm. run in KD at the five, then I feel like you gotta put, you gotta put Bruce Brown and probably Blake, bro. That's what I'm saying. If that's your closing five, bro, we're scoring two hundred on you. That's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. In, in the last five minutes, we're scoring two hundred points on you. I don't care. K, uh, Kyrie Harden, Bruce Brown, Blake, KD. Yeah. The only person on defense I'm scared of is the Slim Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're saying like, his hamstring injury is worse than they like originally like reported. Did you I see mean, that on Twitter today? Yeah. yeah. But I feel like at the end of the day, when it's time to go, he's going to go. Yeah, me too. I'm not. Like, like, nope. And I don't actually want, like, you know, obviously I'm a Lakers fan. You're like, when we look across the table, like, we see mm-hmm. the Brooklyn Nets. I, I want KD to play. If we're going to win, so I want I want to beat them, bro. I want yeah. to beat – and, like, that's kind of what I – like, I know a lot of Lakers fans were, like, bashing the Clippers because they didn't make the Western Conference Finals, and so was I. I was on them. But I was like, on them. I, I wanted to beat them, bro. Like, yeah, I wanted to smoke them. So that – because now people like, well, if they would have beat the Nuggets, they might have been – well, you didn't beat the Nuggets, one. And two, he wasn't stopping us anyway. So I don't really like, so I want to beat the Nets because I know if they're not healthy, then it's going to be, oh, LeBron gets another cheap ring. Uh Ah, no, bro. I want to beat the full strength Nets and ain't nobody telling me nothing. So the crazy thing is, we're going to beat Utah, who's the number one seed. They're going to keep the number one. They'll go in as the number one. Then we're going to beat the Clippers. (laughs) That's what I still want their head, honestly. That's what I'm saying. Me too. I still want their head. And then whoever shows up in the Western Conference, it might be the Clippers, however seating works out. But they're both going to be there, and then we're going to take Brooklyn. And if that's the case, then that's probably one of the more impressive finals runs in NBA history for any team. That's so. what I'm saying, bro. And then they still going to find a way to discount it. Bro, I, I love how this always becomes us defending the Lakers. <laughs> I can do this. Hold on. <laughs> I'll always defend my Lakers. That's because that's, that's like all I see on Twitter. Bro, it's pure bash. I tweeted out, you saw LeBron was like, uh, like it's go time for me. Oh, I like and that. Tweet. I can already imagine we're going to lose some game, and they're they going to tweet like, it's go time for me. Like, bro, what do you – LeBron's feeling dangerous tonight, like, bro. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but hold on, bro. I want to ask you this, bro, because me and my, my homie Latrell, um, we were on the phone today. Shout out to, I'm a, I give shouts out to everybody on this That's show. That's what I'm saying, shout bro. Out shout out to my bro, my bro Tate. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, T. Floyd, bro. Oh, yeah, me and Terrell were on the phone today, and uh, 
he asked me a lot of questions. When he gets in a debate with somebody, he'll call me and ask me for like mm-hmm. confirmation or whatever. My he side needs validation. Is. Yeah, something like that. Um, and I told him, I was like, to an extent, like I feel like if KD loses this finals to the Lakers, it's 10 times worse for his legacy. And I said, and if he wins this finals, then people are just going to say you can't beat LeBron without stacking the deck. Yeah. And I was thinking about that the other day, bro. Like, how does KD always end up on these teams? <laughs> he just always seems to find himself on super teams. And I know LeBron is – people credit him for being that that big three team, being the, the the most popular super team of all time. Like, him kind of starting the movement. But, bro, that KD super – he's been on two of the – probably what people consider the most talented big three teams of all time. So, I mean, are they that talented just because of him? Or is that just like, he just continues to find himself in these situations. So okay. if we're going to say LeBron stacks the deck, KD is stacking the deck too. Like, let, let me let me put this out there for y'all. <clears throat> LeBron had his <laughs> PSA. Super team's been around for as long as basketball has been around. The Celtics had six Hall of Famers back in the day while bro, they were winning. Scotty, Jordan, and Dennis. Dennis. Bro, what are you so talking we go, about? We can go to the Lakers. Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain, all in the same Magic, team. Kareem, Michael James Cooper. Worthy, <laughs> Michael Cooper, like, Byron what are you Scott. Talking, bro? Like we, Larry Bird, Robert Parrish, Kevin McHale. This has been happening. And for everybody who's like, oh, this is the NBA that LeBron created. Just shut up, bro. Like <laughs> you just don't know what you're talking. Just tell me you started watching basketball in 2012 and move on. Like I'm not, I'm not having that ever. Oh, that makes me mad, bro. <laughs> what, what's uh, what, it really grinds my gears. <laughs> bro, we get so I love that we get just off, go off on tangents about the Lakers, bro. I got to, but that got to. That low-key kind of brings me to my to our next little segment, mid-season uh, awards. I always want to say rewards, but mid-season awards. Yeah. Um, I did like a preseason awards. I did a first quarter awards, and now we got mid-season. So uh, we got MVP, uh, defensive player of the year, most improved, uh, coach of the year, and what am six I forgetting? Man. Six man. And rookie, bro. You and rookie, bro. I'm all types of places right now. <laughs> So I guess you loosen start, that do rag up. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Let me just <laughs> tighten up. <laughs> what do you you, you want to start with MVP or you want to end with MVP? <sighs> I think we start with MVP. Right, most who notable. You, who do you got for MVP, bro? Okay, so uh, wait, wait. Before we before we go, how many of these do you? How many is six of them? Yeah, yeah. Six. How many do you think we have that are the same? Before all of we them. start, call. You think we got six for six? I'm being dead serious. All of them. I got five for six. I'm saying all of them. All right, bet. So who's the MVP? All right. So last week I had talked about Harden and how I felt like in my mind he's an MVP. But if I'm going through the NBA's mind, it's Embiid. Boom. Right That's now. one for one. One for one. That's Embiid <laughs> right now. And so with my awards, I did like the people who were like contesting it. So Harden, LeBron, Giannis, and then I put Steph with the question mark. Because <laughs> like if they can go on a little run and they finish top, Six, five, four. In if he finishes a top four seed, I would probably give it to Steph. Yeah, That's he's probably pretty remarkable, it. bro. Yeah, <laughs> he'll probably get it. Um, especially they can, especially if they make a move. Uh, which we'll we'll touch on that a little later. You know, <laughs> a little tease, a little bit of a plug. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and right now, you know, when you look at Harden, Nets are playing great. If KD's going to be out a while, his MVP case is only going to get stronger. Um, especially the way he's running that offense. Man, he's if he's twenty if he's twenty seven and eleven, bro. 
I can't. It's tough to not give it to that's them. That's what I'm saying. Especially um, if the Nets do finish one in the East. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if, if if the Nets finish one in the East and KD misses a substantial amount of time, it would be hard. But right now, at this very moment, it's Embiid. So, and if LeBron goes on a tangent, you know. Yeah, you, we got to – see, I don't even want to say Bron. Like, the NBA put out the MVP ladder. Bron was, what, second, I think? And they five had him, now. Damn, they had him at five. Oh, I was looking at, I was, my fault. I was looking at like the odd sharks. Like they put out oh, like, yeah. favorites. He was two, and then Embiid moved up to one. But um, so yeah, I got Embiid. Like I said, the 76ers, uh, they're first in the East right now. How many? They're only half a game ahead of the Nets and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid de- dealing with like the COVID protocol. So it's a highly, highly likely that the Nets take that one seed this week. Yeah. But um, I think once Ben Simmons, I mean, and Joel Embiid come back, they might be able to take a hold of it again. It depends on how many games they end up missing. But yeah. um, they said they said Embiid's gonna play uh, Friday night, or he'll be available Friday night. So, so, so he should be good. Uh, and I just feel like if you go by counting stats, like Embiid has it. My boy's averaging thirty point two and eleven. He's shooting fifth, damn near fifty forty ninety. He's shooting eighty six percent from the the free throw line. A big at fifty forty ninety. It's crazy. You have his attempts on you. How many how many three point how many three pointers you shooting a game? Bro, I can tell you that right now. All I it's a quick look up, bro. Basketball reference don't never fail. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Embiid, my son is attempting. He's only attempting three three-pointers per game, which is a career low for him, but he's shooting a career high from three. And it's not even that – like, last season he shot 3.4. So he's taking yeah. 0.4 less attempts per game. Yeah. So it's it's impressive nonetheless. Like, they're, they're – just, he's got he's got to be MVP right now. That's what I'm saying. Like there's there there's, I can't believe you let me sit here and try to make a case for Harden. Bro, week. you I was letting you rock. See, that was our first meeting, bro. Like I just needed to I use my guest. See, now you low key my co-host. So like, now we could do a little back and forth. We on our I'm st- I'm still I'm still going to say Harden <laughs> got a chance. I'm telling you. If he's going to lead the league in assists and finish top 5 6 in scoring, if I had to pick now he would be my second, bro, but Embiid is the 50 40 90 is crazy, almost 50 40 90, averaging 30 and 12, basically. I bet Harden's close to that. He damn near might be. I bet he's close. Hold on. Let me, let me, like I said, basketball reference don't never fail. James Harden this season is shooting, he is at from three, he's shooting 42.2. Well, wait, that's since he went to the Nets. On the season, he's shooting 40.1, so still 40. Uh, Field goal, he's shooting at forty eight point four, so he close. And then from the, the he's shooting eighty six. So, so he close. He's not he's at close. the fifty. He flirting with it. He's he flirting with, with it. it. He flirting with it. But I'm going Embiid, bro. Yeah. Plus, I, if you I look think at, it has to be. If you look at advanced stats in the Eastern Conference, like the the Seventy Sixers are leading teams by fourteen points per hundred possessions when uh, Embiid's on the floor. Like he's just. They're just so much better with him, and they're the one seed. So that's why I'm giving it. To he's him. just unguardable in today's NBA, bro. There's not bigs out there who can handle that. And he locks up. Yeah, I know. Listen, I know how good Embiid is. <laughs> like it's always just a question of health, and I kind of hate his little mindset. Like how be- he's gotten less petty over time, but like this is it's coming. Still, from it's some- still in there, bro. It's still this in is there. coming from somebody petty, but you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> I just- let him win the chip, bro. The pettiness is gonna back out. Oh, it's gonna be terrible. He's gonna post a crying meme. That's what I'm saying. You know him, and, him and Cat gonna have to do a celebrity boxing match. <laughs> like I don't know what we doing, but <laughs> uh, what's the next one, bro? DPOY. 
Uh, I was gonna do rookie, but y'all bet. Let's do rookie then. All right, okay. so my rookie. I feel like this is the most chalk pick that you could do. Unanimous. Unanimous. This is mellow. Right, let me yeah. not. I'm gonna go love mellow because mellow is mellow. Two for two. So I'm gonna go Lamelo Ball. I really don't feel like there's much of a, uh, a conversation for anyone else. Like the Hornets right now are what seventh? No, yeah, seventh in the East. Yeah, they seventh in the East. They don't have a. They're not over 500, but they're a game below 500. Mm-hmm. So like once they come back from this little All Star break, Melo's still about to be starting, and he's go, like he's having a great rookie year, bro. He's much better even. And I was down on Melo, like I said last episode. He's much better than anyone thought. And Michael Jordan was even like, yo, he adapted to the NBA game yeah. quicker than even I believed. So. Well, I'm, Jordan's the worst GM in basketball. So. Oh, he's absolutely horrible. <laughs> so but, I don't care what he believes. He, he's absolutely horrible. But still, for you to get a little, for you to get a cosign from from Jordan, um, that's that holds a little bit of weight in my book. Melo is averaging fifteen point eight six and six point three. So basically, sixteen six and six, and he's shooting what thirty seven point eight percent from three, which is yeah. pretty good, like above average, I would say. So like, yeah. There you go. That, that's my case for Melo. He has the stats to prove it, and he's very much so made the Hornets a better team than they were last year. So It's crazy because it's like just a month ago where their coach was talking about how you can't play a guy who's going to turn the ball over and not play defense. And, man, it's like your guard went out and you started playing even. <laughs> you learned what happened, didn't you? <laughs> I think um, – so I, next to everything I wrote down, bro, I've got like – in parentheses, like who's contesting the award, mm-hmm. I just put unanimous for Lamelo. It's not even close. I think the only other person you could say is kind of Tyrese Halliburton, but yeah, the Kings are cheeks. So <laughs> I'm so high on Halliburton, bro. I can't believe that Phoenix passed him up. But um, the, I mean, if if it's not Lamelo, then I think quickly. I think quickly's probably second in that. Mm, Emmanuel quickly, yeah. And I think plus he got the whole New York Knicks back at him, so he got a big fan base already. Bro, since uh, I saw the stat today, since Derrick Rose got there, the highest usage percentage on that team is quickly. That's crazy. Isn't that stupid? That's crazy. That's crazy to me, bro. Especially with how Randall's been playing, I wouldn't even imagine that. Nah, they got a steal for wait, bro. Me and my friend was debating this the other day. Not even really debating because we didn't back out any stats. We was just talking. Right. Bro, Who's a better player, <laughs> Taylor Horton Tucker or Emmanuel Quigley? I don't have enough of Taylor Horton Tucker to speak on that, bro. But if I had to guess, probably THT. Boom, that's what I'm saying. I ain't even going to get into it. I'm going to just move on for you to say something that makes me feel like Emmanuel Quigley is a better player. So Okay, I got you. Uh, but yeah, that we made the case for Melo, and the stats I said was just in his like that was his season stats. But in his games as a starter, he's averaging twenty one six point seven to six point two in thirty four minutes. He's shooting forty six percent from the field, forty five percent from three, forty five percent from three. And his game started, and he's shooting eighty four percent from the free throw line. So everybody out here is flooring with fifty forty nineties. Hey, listen, bro, I told you I was on the Lamelo train, and I think before the season, somebody's like, "What's Lamelo going to average this year?" And I think I put like. 11, like 11, 7, and I feel like that's what most five. people thought, though. And then I was, like, with bad shooting percentages. Mm-hmm. And so when I say, like, I thought Lamelo was going to be good in the long run, shout out Mike, bro. He surprised <laughs> me, too. <laughs> if you would have told me he was going to average 21, 7, and 6 and be the best show in basketball. Actually, the best show in basketball thing you can see coming. He just plays too nice. Mm-hmm. But Made the Hornets a league pass team and. The uh, league best team, a bro. matter of a couple games. Hey, bro, you could have Melo, John Moran, or Trey Young. Who do you want for the next, the future of your franchise? 
I feel like I'm supposed to say mellow, but I'm a huge John Morant fan, bro. He's of course so you are. nice, bro. He's so nice. Of course you are. I need the athleticism, the crazy dunks, and I just like his personality. Like he's cool as hell. So I would probably go Ja, but I know the correct answer is Lamelo. <laughs> you, think, you think the correct answer is Lamelo for real, like that easily? I don't think it's easy, but I feel like that's what most people would say. Why isn't it trade, bro? And it's crazy because he was just an All Star starter last year. And now he's twenty eight and eleven. And like, now people act he's like do. he's garbage, but I don't know, bro. I'm going with Ja. Would you, wait? Who would you go with? I think I think Jaws an injury waiting to happen. Um, just the way he plays, he's very D weighty. I think he'll have a short prime just because he doesn't seem to know how to land. Um, man, I, a six eight point guard. If Melo's going to shoot forty percent from three, it's got to be Lamelo. That's a good. I also didn't factor in his height. He's dead ass a six eight point guard. Yeah, I mean, I have to I have to use him, I'm, and I don't think like he's like. Like basketball smart, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think he's just really good at anticipating everything. I don't think he knows like where he's going or what he's doing. Like he just has a good feel for the like, game. Yeah, like defensively too. Like no, he's not great. I'm not gonna. He's not gonna sit here and lock you down. But he's, but he's always he's, in the right spot when it comes to getting steals and like picking off passing lanes. Yeah, that's what I think. I think Lamelo's got a really bright future on both sides of the ball, especially if he beefs up a little bit. And so and he will 100. percent Yeah, I think I would say Lamelo. Yeah. So there, we we two for two right now, bro. Next, we moving on to defensive player of the year. Who you got as your DPOY? I feel like this is the one that like get a little hazy. Unanimous. Who you got? Simmons. Oh, we three by three. Let's that's tell you. I told you it's gonna be a wrap. We're gonna have all six of them the same. Three three for three right we now. We can't match and not have all and six, not six have of the them. Same. And I'm, just just for disclaimer, we didn't tell each other what we was picking before. Nah, I didn't tell him the dome. It's all off the dome. Damn, why you say it like that, bro? So I said <laughs> I didn't tell him anything. <laughs> I didn't tell him nothing. <laughs> Wait, so bro, why you got why you got Ben as your, your DPOI? Um, kind of the same reason when Marcus saw one that I thought LeBron was DPOI in the sense of uh, being versatile and being able to guard every position on the floor. The way that Simmons made Luca look like a bum the other day, I guess two weeks ago now, is stupid. Like people don't do that to Luca. Mm-hmm. And when Simmons is like locked in and just that's his mission is to stop you for a night, he's gonna stop you. Um, it's a mixture of size, speed, athletic ability. I, I mean, he can guard one through five in today's league because fives more often than not aren't that big. So, I mean, I just don't think – and the thing that helps him is just having Embiid behind him too. It allows him to play a completely different type of defense because um, Embiid will go erase some shots. So, yeah, I don't think it's close. I really put unanimous. The only other person that – You'd consider his Gobert just because he's always in the running for it. Um, I think LeBron deserves a first-team All-Defense nod this year, but that's not a DPOY. So, nah, bro, I got I got Ben Simmons too, and the versatility aspect of his game on the defensive end is kind of where I stand too. Like mm-hmm. the, he could guard the one through the five, and like you said, when he was on Luca, made that boy look shook. Made that boy look shook when he was on him. Luca has six points, one assist, and four turnovers. That's what's going to make the Brooklyn series so interesting, bro, because he's going to check KD, bro. And this but, going to... but KD and Luca is different, bro. KD I, under, I understand different, it's bro. different, but we're going to go like, uh, trust me, bro. I understand. <laughs> I understand it's different, but I'm saying he'll make it harder for him than anybody else in the NBA will. Oh, 100%. 
And that's dope to me. Like, I want to see that. I need but that's going to be a war, bro. For them to win that series, they're going to need KD to consistently win the matchup against Ben Simmons. Like, yeah, on a nightly will. basis. Like, every every game. Ben can't score on you, so. <laughs> nah, Ben backing me down, bro. I tell you, like, I'm 5'10", bro. Ben giving me a shoulder and getting <laughs> a dunk, bro. If me and Ben play one-on-one and he said, I say, only rule is you can't score within 10 feet, I might win. <laughs> bro, if, if, if I said no dunks. I'm, I feel like I'm giving him 30. Nah, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm, lying. I'm giving him The DPOY that we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking he locked about me out. I'm not getting a shot off, bro. Nah, me either. It's all good. So we got we, – we three for three right now. Next up, we got six men in the year. I feel like this is unanimous too, bro. Uh, Jordan Clarkson. And last last episode when I was talking about like uh, – we were talking about the Lakers and how they was like falling off. And I said if you take the, the two and three best players off the – off the like the Jazz off any team, then they're gonna mm-hmm. see a drop off. And I said for the Jazz, I said Gobert and Clarkson, but low key Gobert and Conley. So when I heard myself say that, I was like, damn, they don't think I'm stupid. So I just had to cover it up right now. I know Conley is better than Jordan Clarkson. So, but is he? I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I just want to make you question yourself. <laughs> Think I had some information for you. Uh, no, no, bro, I got. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go. You, All you, right, bro. You the guest, bro. You the guest. I'm a, I'm a co-host now. You feel me? <laughs> we can just talk over each other all you want. <laughs> That's so, part of it. That's part of it. Dang, am I technically still a part of Blue Wire? Anyway, you gotta be. You gotta be. Um, no, nah, Clarkson is just. It's not even close. I I couldn't even think of another option, bro. Like I was sitting here like scrolling through teams. I didn't have rosters. another option. Nah, there just wasn't one. Um. Man, look at the baby Lakers out here doing stuff. That's bro. what I'm Isn't saying. All star Jordan Clarkson, six man of the year. D'Lo was an all star. He injured this year though, so we are gonna let him rock. Zoe looks good. Zoe looks good. Brandon Ingram, all star last year. All star last year. Apparently, I saw the stat today. Like Zoe was shooting a higher percentage from three than like Trey Young or, or something. He's hit more. He's hit more threes than Trey Young, and he's yeah. shooting a higher percentage. That's crazy. That's stupid. <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. That's stupid. That's stupid. I never saw it coming. But but yeah, Jordan Clarkson, he's averaging a career high eighteen off the bench. Jazz are the number one team in the West, number one team in the league, uh, and he's a big part of that. Um, he he's incredible in the pick and roll, which I feel like wasn't always a part. Like I feel like that's a, a part of his game that he's really developed since being on the Lakers, and uh, that, that kind of comes into why he's doing so well off the bench this season, taking advantage of those weaker defenses in the second unit for teams. And uh, yeah, Jordan Clarkson, my son, he's just very nice. It's a simple yeah. guy. He's a bucket. Like and off the bench, uh, whatever, bro. Whatever happened to, to Lou Will? Like I feel like he just fell off a cliff. I think I think the Kennard signing. Um, I, I th- for one, I think there's they're going to trade him. Uh, I think there's going to be somebody who's in the market for whatever Lou Will can still offer to a team, professional scorer. But when you saw the way he got picked on in the playoffs last year, literally was, hunted, like they yeah. would hunt him out. <laughs> and like when the Lakers did it, we we hunted him. They didn't care who he was guarding. We were going to give him the ball. So I think if you're going to win a championship, you can't have that big of a liability on the floor. So. He's more skilled at basketball than Alex Caruso, but I'd bet rather have Alex Caruso on my team. Mm. So, so uh, that brings us. What are we three for three, four for four? Well, I keep going back to the Lakers, bro. Make me stop. No, nah, bro. That's, stop. that's what this is about, bro. If they're gonna listen to us, they gotta know our roots. Make what me stop. Mean, so wait, we four for four, or three for three. MVP, DPOY, six man of the year, three for three, three for three, four for four. Most no, rookie of the year, four for four, four for four, four for four. four, for four. Wendy's on our Wendy's vibes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Most improved. I feel like this is another one that can get a little mixy, a little spooky. 
All right, let's say it at the same time. All right, three, two, one. Randall. Randall. Oh, yes, sir. Let's get it. Yeah. Listen, the only other person I considered was Keldon Johnson. He's a Kentucky boy. Keldon Johnson, him. DeAndre Hunter, kind of low-key eating. Bro, I was huge on DeAndre Hunter coming out of college. Him and Cam Reddish both. went to Virginia, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him, and, him and Cam Reddish both. I was like, man, like that's a great draft for Atlanta. And I still think Fact. it will be in the future. Um, Atlanta has so much talent, bro. Trey Young. A lot of people forget they have Clint Capella. Like, yeah. They got John Collins. They got uh, Bogdan. What's like, up with them wanting to trade John Collins, bro? I, I'm a huge John Collins. He's nice, fan, bro. bro. He's nice. I'm huge on John Collins. So I, I, I don't think they're going to pull the trigger, bro. I, I had him as a preseason all-star last year in one of my uh, in a podcasts great. I did. I had him and Trey both. I had, to, I had the Hawks in the eight seed. And I'm telling you, if Collins didn't get suspended for his little mm-hmm. steroids, they would have been in there. <laughs> they would have been in there. You got to do what you got to do to produce, baby. Go ahead. Go get your money. I don't care. Uh, listen, if everybody in the NBA was on roids, it'd be a better product. It'd, it'd be lit. We, we have it. People dunk it from the three-point line. It'd be a better product. I don't care. Um, I feel like Julius, like, like kind of – There's a, uh, it's more, like, uh, candidates for this one than the past two. Like like we said, you could do DeAndre Hunter. You can make a case. Before Christian Wood got injured, he was my most improved player. He was my, uh, like, first quarter most improved yeah. player. But obviously he got hurt. Uh, Julius Randle, he's got the this, this storyline for it, is the leader of the Knicks right now, bringing them out of the gutter to, to what are they right now, like the fifth seed? What are they? Yeah, they're the five seed. They have, they're above 500. Uh, he's an all-star for the first time. Like, he's just – he's also shooting really well from three, 40.8% from deep on nearly five attempts. Like – Shout out Jules, bro. He went from doing spin moves only to 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 being a a knockdown shooter. A Kentucky boy and a Laker boy, bro. That's my dog. That's my dog. That's, that's right your there. guy. See, I don't got no ties to Kentucky, but, but now I'm you do. Now I do because you're my man. Exactly. You don't watch college basketball. Our season just ended today, but you know. Selection Sunday is this Sunday, right? Yeah, we lost in the first round of the SC tournament, though. Low key, St. John's might make the might make the tournament. That's all what I'm is, saying. What is you know? flexing for St. John's? Well, you don't watch. I don't watch, but we, that's my blood, though. Red no, Sox. you a Kentucky fan? <laughs> it's a settled. You're a Kentucky fan. BBN. I, I wish I had some type of. Oh, can y'all see that? What's that flag right there? That's, I can't nobody see that flag. That's Only St. you see that John's, flag, boy. <laughs> Only you see that flag. You wearing blue right now? You a Kentucky fan? <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong, bro. But nah. Julius Randle, he's having a double double, twenty three and eleven, like uh, putting out five and a half assists. The man, yeah. he's doing, he's pro- damn near their primary playmaker and primary scorer, primary rebounder. Like he's doing everything he can to get the Knicks into the to the to the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm going with Jules, uh, coach of the year. This is probably not up for debate. Same time, three, two, one, Quinn Snyder. Yeah, but hold on, I have a contestant for this one. Oh, you do, Monty Williams. What is the Pelicans' right? Oh no! What is the Suns' record? Second in the West right now. They just smoked us a couple like right before the break, didn't they? And and Booker got ejected. And they didn't they come back? Like weren't we up by a good little amount and they came yeah. back? Booker got ejected and we lost. That's crazy. But I say that because that's a young group that's never had any playoff experience, unless you count the bubble last year. But even carrying that over to this year, being able to build on that momentum and you get a Chris Paul and you make him fit in seamlessly. Mm-hmm. And Booker kind of steps down as your primary ball handler and playmaker and gets the transition back to his two. I just think Monty's done a job that I don't think Quinn Snyder would do with the Suns. 
Yeah, yeah. So, he unlocks Mikael Bridges because I've always been a big Mikael Bridges guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, I'm <laughs> – my girl always tells me I got chubby fingers. I need to quit holding my hands up. <laughs> she said I got baby fingers. So I got bro, bro, can I tell you my, my worst preseason prediction, bro? Yeah, lay it on me. So, for coach of the year, bro, I had Ryan Saunders. And I'm sorry to tell you that, bro. You probably just you probably think I'm a disgrace for real. It's my last time on this. Yeah, but I don't blame you, bro. He, he not even a coach in the league no more. But I was hype on D'Lo. I was hype on Cat. Yeah. Malik Beasley was coming out doing his thing. Like the pieces should have fit. Like not even for them to be a top three seed, top five seed, just to make the playoffs. I feel like he would have been in contention for coach of the year. Yeah. If there was like a six seven seed, bro, like come on. So they, then how come? Then how come? Then how come Monte ain't the coach of the year? No playoffs to second seed because uh, the Jazz are have the best winning percentage in the league, and nobody thought they would. That shouldn't, started, that shouldn't so. make you the coach of the year automatically. Let's consider the coaching job they're doing. The Jazz are lucky; they've had no injuries and no COVID issues. You're not wrong, and this is coming from a coach. I'm not their type of coach. <laughs> I but do, I mean, most of the time I'm coach, videoing, bro. bro. Most of the time I am videoing the game, so <laughs> I can't speak to that. I can't speak. Uh, dude, we went six for six, though, right? Uh, let me yeah. See, bro. Yeah. Embiid, Simmons, Clarkson, LaMelo, Randall, and Snyder. Who's your executive of the year? No, I don't have one of those. Probably. Uh, I'm going to say Sean Marks for the Nets because he got Harden. Boom. Yeah, it's got to be Sean Marks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, he made the Steve, he's making the Steve Nash sign, sign look good, too. So. So there we go. Those are our midseason awards. I feel like those are everyone's midseason. Like, I don't think we said anything too crazy. Mm-mm. No. Not at all. And so uh, kind of let's get into Pretender vs. Contender. It's a new segment here on the Run It Up podcast. And uh, uh, it's basically what it exactly <laughs> I wish I had the little horns. It's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, we're going to go through teams. Where, like, I think we should just do it by conference, like East, West, and uh, see who can actually contend for a title. And uh, who is a pretender? When it comes to uh, playoff playoff wins, so um, we can start with the we can start with the East, bro. Uh, I I'm gonna just go straight ahead. The Heat is what I feel like is a very very tough one, bro. Hey, bro, they didn't even make my list because I didn't even think about them. <laughs> I, I didn't even make a list, bro. I'm just going off standings, bro. I didn't even think about them. So if you so Heat, we they went from finals to right now they are currently the sixth seed at 500. They're 18. I think I disagree with you, bro. I don't I didn't even say what I have them as. I'm just throwing the team out, bro. You're going to say pretender though. This is the way it started. I think I disagree with you. Nah, bro. I was going to say, nah, bro, I don't even know. Yeah. I was going I was going to go off the dome, bro. I honest to god didn't have anything picked, but see, now that you said that, I'm going to say pretender. I want to say contender. <laughs> but the Heat, I feel like, is a very strange case because you go from you don't really make any huge roster moves. Yes, you lost Jay Crowder, but you gained Iggy and uh, you gained Iggy and they had Iggy last year. They had Iggy last year. You gained Avery Bradley. Boom, you got Avery Bradley. That was really it though, and he's been in and out of the lineup. But like Jay Crowder shouldn't make that big of a difference on your team. Like Jay Crowder is nice, he is, but he shouldn't be the difference between you making the finals and you being a six seed. Well, my thing is. I try not to overreact to regular season too often. They did I have saw, to deal with Jimmy in the COVID protocol. Though. Yeah, I saw what this Heat team looked like. Goron was still kind of in and out of the lineup for a little bit. Um, Duncan got off to a slow start. Hero got off to a slow start. And I feel like as of late, they've been kind of clicking, picking it back up. Jimmy's really starting to play well. 
Besides, he's shooting like 24% from three right now. But playoff Jimmy always makes threes go in somehow. Um, I don't know if I could classify them as a pretender or a contender. I think they're just floating in that middle ground. Like, Damn, the first one of the, of the game and we already coming up with loopholes, bro. I just, I'm just saying, bro. I just – I can't – Bro, I can't I'm going to go out on a ledge I'm going to go out on a limb and say contender. Boom. I said My it. Guy. Okay, cool. I said it. Cool. Well, they still want to stay in the middle for me, but you go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> you go ahead. So Heat, contender. Uh, so I'm just doing the top six teams, and then we're going to kind of say what uh, – Knicks, bro. Pretender. Pretender. Yeah. We ain't gotta talk about that. They're gonna make the playoffs, but they're gonna. I feel like they're a first round exit. They they gonna get up out of here. Cool. Celtics pretender. Yeah, they're a pretender on mine. When I when I look at so the way I do it, like the way I come up with contender pretender is so. In my mind, the Lakers are gonna win the chip, and mm-hmm. so for you to be a contender, I need to be able to imagine and visualize you beating the Lakers in a seven game series. And I can't, I can imagine the heat doing it. They took us six last year. Yeah. I can't imagine the Knicks even getting to us. Uh, The Celtics. I can't imagine them beating us in a seven game series. No. Mm -mm. Um, It's weird. You say that. So for me, that was really like my exact measuring stick. It was like, can you beat the Lakers? Uh, Just because that's the defending champ. Can you give us a run for our money? Um, and I feel bad because on the last pod I said that if Phoenix played the Clippers, then I would pick Phoenix in a series. Mm-hmm. But I still think that the Clippers are more of a legitimate contender than Phoenix. So I just wanted to throw that out there while we were just talking mm-hmm. about it because, like, I think the Clippers have a better chance than the Lakers. And I didn't even think about what I said about Phoenix until just now. But if the Phoenix see the Clippers, I'm still putting my money on Phoenix. Just so got you know. You. Uh, Bucks, contender, pretender. I got them as a pretender. I have them as a pretender too. I don't. I just. I. I feel like. Like I said this on the last episode. We do this thing every year. The Bucks continue to be a great regular season team. We give Giannis an MVP, and then what happens? They get clapped. So I. I feel like we continue to do this, and I'm tired of it. Honestly, I'm salty about the Giannis MVP. I'm tired of doing this, bro. He shouldn't have got it last year. I'm tired (laughs) of doing this, bro. I'm tired of doing it. So they're a pretender for me. They. They they got Drew Holiday. They did their thing. That was a good little deal for them. They gave up a lot to get Drew Holiday, but cool, whatever. They're sitting yeah. at 24 and 11. They're only two games back of the one seed. They could end up being the one seed again this year. Yeah. But uh, I Drew just don't this think, time. So. Exactly. I just don't think that uh, that they're going to beat the Lakers. As simple as that. Uh, Nets. Contenders. Contenders. They have probably the best lineup in the East. They probably have the best lineup in the NBA. Like full, They scare me. So, I'll be brutally honest with you. They scare me. They scare me so. too, bro. And I could see them beating us in a seven-game series. I look for reasons to, like, hate the Nets. So. I, I, so do I, bro. I feel like it, we, you have to or else the fear will consume you. That's what I'm <laughs> so, saying, bro. So so the Nets, I don't even think we need to get into why they're a contender. Everybody We've knows. talked about them enough over exactly. these last two episodes. So. 76ers, contender. Yeah, contender. Contender. When you have – the defensive player of the year and the MVP, like, you got to be a contender. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's yeah. as simple as that. And if you're not, those are fraudulent awards that should have been LeBron all along for both of <laughs> them. Exactly. Like, all right, so we move. So we really only have two contenders in the East, the Sixers and the Nets. Oh, no, we said Sixers, Nets, and uh, Heat for me. So that's three for me. Uh, you had the Heat in the middle. Moving on to the West, I feel like we're going to have a, a few more contenders, to be honest. Um, throw, the heat, throw the Heat and the pretenders for me. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, cool. Whatever. Three, two. Just to be different. Just to be, just different. To be different. Just to be different. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I'm going to just start from the eight seed up. The Mavs pretenders, come on now. Yeah, Spurs pretenders, come on now. Nuggets is interesting for me. I have them as pretenders because I don't see them beating us in a seven-game series. But – and, like, people make the argument that, you know, who can – there's no one in the league that can guard Nikola Jokic. And that's true. If I think that there's maybe two people nah, – no, not even. I'm saying there's one person in the league that can hold his own against Nikola Jokic, and it's AD. He can guard him out on the perimeter. He can guard him in the paint. Obviously, Nikola Jokic is a big body, so he's going to get his buckets. But, like, if anyone could do it, it's AD. You also look at that matchup. Who can guard – who on that team can guard AD? Listen, bro, that Nuggets team – Losing uh, Jeremy Grant, they should never Jeremy let that Grant man go. Such a big deal, bro. They should never let that man go. That's just such a big deal. And he's another most improved guy. We could have said, yeah. Uh, Randall's All Star nod kind of gave him yeah. the edge for me. Um, I, I do think Jeremy Grant was deserving of being an All Star, though. Not in the sense of replace somebody that made it, but like he his numbers. numbers. Yeah. yeah, his numbers and his performance are All Star worthy, even if the Pistons are just trash. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I just think that losing Jeremy Grant is too crucial to them. I think they're a pretender for me. Yeah, I have the Nuggets as a pretender as well. The Blazers, pretender. Yeah, pretender. As good as Dame is, like, he just he's not going to beat us four out of seven games. I'm Bro, sorry. for the first time ever in my <laughs> life today, I told my boy Trill while we was on the phone, same phone call, I told him I might be able to say that Dame is better than Steph. I go back and forth. I feel like the best three point guards in the league are Kyrie, Dame, Steph. Are we are we are we we got that same opinion? No, I'd rather have Chris Paul than Kyrie. Damn, that's crazy. I would go Kyrie. Think I would go, bold. I I think it is pretty bold, my boy. But I I respect it. I would go Kyrie, Dame, Steph. I think Steph is still the best point guard in the league, though. Yeah, I mean, I think he is too. But the but argument can be made. Like I can actually consider it. And when I say if I replace Steph with Dame, if they switch situations, I think the outcomes of those teams would stay the same. If Dame was on the Warriors, they would have won championships. And if Steph was on the Blazers, they would have been everywhere they've been. I, bro, Steph had some historic seasons, bro. I get that, bro. But how much of that is dependent upon the, the how nice team the Warriors he's on? Are. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like the space that he's allowed. And that's what partially what makes Steph great is how much attention he demands everywhere he goes. And. But when you have that in your backcourt partner with Clay running around too, and then you add KD into that mix, it's just hard for me to say that Dame wouldn't go out there and win a championship mm-hmm. too. So, but bro, honestly, bro, who's better, Clay Thompson or Lamarcus Aldridge? Because I think Lamarcus Aldridge. That's cap. I'm no. not even going to talk to you. <laughs> I'm not even going to let you do this to me. Cap. No, I'm playing, bro. Obviously, yeah, Clay Thompson. Okay. I don't even know where that conversation <laughs> came from. Because I was thinking about when when uh, Dave and Lamarcus are on the same team, and there's like rumors that Lamarcus and Dave might try and run it back on the Blazers. But that'd be kind of cool, though. I'd like to see it. That'd be fine, but like Lamelo and La- and Lamarcus. I'm not Lamelo. Mello and Lamarcus is defensive. Guys, <laughs> barbecue chicken. <laughs> oh yeah, that's well. I think Dame's a better defender than Steph. So I would I would agree with you on that on that front. I don't. I think Steph has him in probably every other category. Though I think, I think Steph's a better shooter, a better passer. Uh, I, I gave him defense though. <laughs> My thing is, it's like a flip of a coin at every situation. 
So, like, if somebody says Dame is better than Steph, I'm never going to be like, God, oh, you're just stupid. To me, Steph's the best point guard in the NBA, but this is the first time today that I actually, like, considered it. And I was like – Is Steph top three all time? Point guard? Point guard. It depends on what we're classifying as point guards, bro. Uh, what do you mean? LeBron is a point guard. Okay, if we going by just position, like <laughs> all right, like like what it says like, next to your name, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. paper. Yeah, I think it's Magic, Steph, Steph, Oscar. I hate putting old time guys on my top list because they was playing in such a duty era of basketball. I feel you, but I feel like I can't put CP three up there because he hasn't won a ring. I mean, Oscar, one of I those mean, guys, huh? I'm not one of those guys, bro. But like, he's he's four for me. He's definitely four for me, but you got to win that ring if I'm putting him top three, though. He's better than Stockton, though? You think so? Yeah, 100%. Oh, thank God. I'm, all right, 100%. as long as we're on that. Hey, hold on. Who's the most overrated player in NBA history in your eyes? Just random off the top question, but I have my answer. Uh, I got to think. I got to think. I got to think. I'm trying to think of people's top ten list and who doesn't belong there. Um, Hey, who's yours, bro? You got to give me time to think. I can't just come off the dome. You got to tell me. Allen Iverson. Oh, that's a bold take, my boy. No, it's not. That's a bold no, take, bro. He's the mo- a- he's one of the th- three most iconic players ever. He was great. He's not what people remember him as. And if I hear one more person try to tell me that Allen Iverson's better than Dwayne Wade, uh, Allen Iverson isn't the top five shooting guard of all time. If I uh my if I want to say John Stockton, but I feel like that's just coming to me because we just talked about John Stockton. Yeah. So Iverson's the most inefficient shot chucking player to ever play in the NBA. They got Larry Hughes to give him another score, and he shipped Larry Hughes off because he wanted to do it himself. I think he's the most. I think he's the most selfish superstar in NBA history, and that's why he couldn't win anything. Low key, bro. What if I sell Wilt Chamberlain? That's cool. I'm cool with that. But I just don't know enough about Will. In My son was dropping 100 points when, no, he, he, was, didn't. when he was 7-3 and everyone else was 5-2. He didn't drop 100. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He was dropping. How old? How, how tall? It didn't happen, bro. It you did not happen. You can't. But he, he didn't just write that sign up for no reason, bro. He didn't just hold a piece of paper with it 100 for no reason. It did not happen. I don't believe it happened, bro. T- he was 7-1, bro. He was 7-1. And all them people in that court had to be about 5 What six. if it was somebody's 100th birthday party at the game and he was just holding Ain't it up no for way, a bro. Ain't no way. I'm he, just He saying. wrote that 100 on that set and they <laughs> took that picture, bro. So like this? That, he took that <laughs> picture. He was seven one, and all the people in that court was about five eight. Of course, yeah. you're gonna drop a hundred, bro. That's why. I, that's why I never. I appreciate the greats and the guys that make the game progress, and that's dope. That's why like Will and Oscar and guys from that era never really make my list. Um, like when I do like my top ten, which I just told you I would like to do like a top ten. Nah, that's, that's our next yeah. episode, bro. That's our next. Oh, episode. Oh, oh, I gotta start studying, but um, like <laughs> I, I think um. I'm usually like late seventies and on. Um, Bro, what's your top five shooting guards? All time: Jordan, Kobe, Kobe Wade, 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 Harden. Harden. I wanna say Allen Iverson. <laughs> Who would you rather have in your team, Allen Iverson or Ray Allen? Uh, I wanna say AI. Bro, I wanna say AI. You would rather have Ray Allen? That's crazy to me, bro. On my team? That's crazy. I'm trying to win a championship? That's crazy to me, bro. I'm just I'm just asking you a question. I didn't say I would. I'm just asking you a question. Oh, if you're trying to win a chip, I feel like, ah. 
I mean, I feel like it's easy to say because Ray Allen has chips and AI doesn't. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, but he he wasn't the main part of his team. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess it would be AI, bro. Jerry West would be in that conversation. You know the logo. Uh, he's got a worse finals record than LeBron, so. Yeah, I guess Allen Iverson, whatever, bro. <laughs> Would you throw Reggie Miller? Nah, he's not better than Ray Allen. Heard you. Um, damn, Ray was just went, way more skilled. We just go off on tangents. That's I good. It, I love it, bro. Um, all right, back to pretender versus contender. We oh, yeah. He's at the Clippers, bro. Contender. Yeah. yeah, contender. I mean, I feel like it, it goes without saying. They're probably our biggest challenge in the West. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, Kawhi and Paul George, two high-level defenders uh, and high-level scorers at that. If Kawhi gets to that spot in the mid-range, you might as well just go back on defense. He's, uh, he's Sean Livingston at this point. That's what I'm saying. And PG be coming off screens and just – After complaining about coming off screens. That's what I'm saying. He used me the wrong way, and then you being used the same way, boy. So what Doc say? Tyloo was on the bench. He was too. like Tyloo was right next to me, so I don't know what you mean. Yeah, um, Doc. <laughs> and so, see, so yeah, I feel like it goes without saying. Contender, I could see them beating us in a seven game series. They're just not. You, you yeah, like simple as that. Suns, I know you probably gonna say contender, but pretender, my boy. <laughs> no, I put pretender. Okay. I remember I, I clarified that I can see them beating the Clippers, but I can't see them beating the Lakers. But I can see the Clippers beating the Lakers. It's all matchup based. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. there's certain teams who can beat certain teams. I don't. I don't think they'd even stand a chance in a series. Kind of like la- kind of like last year. I couldn't see the Nuggets beating us, but I could see the Clippers beating us. But the Nuggets beat the Clippers. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm <laughs> so saying. Like, you know. So I was I was relieved when we didn't have to play the Clippers in a sense. So that's just I was relieved path. too, but I wanted to smoke them, bro. Like I mean, yeah, deep down I wanted to smoke them, but deeper down I was I wanted to win the chip. So. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather win my ring. So, all right, uh, Lakers contender or pretender? Oh, contender, contender, contendus. I've got four. I've got four contenders, bro. <laughs> and then Jazz pretender, pretender, pretender. pretender. And it's crazy to say that because they're twenty-seven and nine, but I mean, I don't, I don't really, care. I don't care, bro. They're a pretender. It's simple. <laughs> don't care. Simple. I don't, I don't, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, and they not doing nothing to LeBron and AD. I'm sorry. No. It's not, bro. We're going to throw Four. Caruso. We're going to throw Caruso on Mike Conley, and it's going to be wraps. It's as simple as that. What would they do with KD, Kyrie, and James Harden? Exactly. What would they do with Kawhi and Paul George? Exactly. We don't, actually, we don't even got to throw Caruso on, on Mike Conley because Dennis Schroeder locks up. I love Schroeder, bro. We That's throw not, Caruso on Clarkson. Bro, <laughs> Schroeder was beyond my wildest dreams when we when we got him, bro. For bro, Danny, we talked about that Danny last time. Green, I was hyped. Danny Green. I was hyped, bro. Danny Trash Green, even though, like I said, hold a special place. No, heart, he'll bro. never hold a special place in my heart, bro. And so that's he, contender. He lit pretender. up D Wade, bro. He lit up D Wade in the finals. Set when? the record. Set the record for most threes oh, made oh, in the oh, finals oh. series. And in San Antonio. On the Spurs, yeah. So he lit up my favorite player, and then he wanted to shoot like trash for my favorite team. That's cool. what I'm saying. Could have won us the game in five, but we had to go six. Because you couldn't make a wide open three. <laughs> Airballed it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And then Marquise Morris sold us. I ain't gonna get into it because we won the chip, but. Um. So yeah, that 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 concludes contender versus pretender. And last up, we got we got our trade deadline special. When is the deadline? March. 
Uh, I want to say like March 15th, but I know. I don't know just because it's such a weird season. I never, I haven't even looked at the date. For I'll it. tell you right now, bro. The trade deadline is March 25th. So I was 10 days off. It is Lakers current, need to get busy. It was currently March 11th. So the trade deadline is what, 14 days away, two weeks? Yeah. Look at that quick math. And, uh, and, uh, so, so we, we, we got some trades here, bro. I'm going to let you go first because you had the, the screenshots. You had it all packed up. So let me, yeah. let me, let me hear what you got for me, bro. Yeah. I come with notes. Um, so when you texted me, you said realistic trades. Mm-hmm. And as much as I tried to be realistic, there was a certain part of me that was like, this is just stuff I kind of want to see as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, I did Jeremy Grant, uh, to Boston. Oh, which has been rumored. It has been. Um, I think Jeremy Grant helps him exponentially. I think that takes him from pretenders to contenders. Um, anyway, so I, I was Jeremy Grant for Sammy Ogilvy, who I think is terrible. <laughs> Romeo Langford, who ain't played a minute. <laughs> Grant Williams, so I think is a decent little piece. And then two first-rounders. So you get three young guys, two first-rounders for a guy who probably won't stay with you all in the long run anyways. You draft capital if you're starting to rebuild i think that's the direction you go so. um i think one of my best friends well my best friend really his name is hunter so shout out hunter yeah uh, he, uh, yeah my dog <laughs> he um he's a celtics fan and he wants jeremy grant more than anyone else so that he would be very pleased with your your, your the trade you put together bro uh my trade wants grant more than Vuk, bro more than Vukovic, because you know that's rumor he wants always. grant bro he wants grant. he should I appreciate that. He knows what he's talking he about. Him. I like him. <laughs> I like um, it. Um, so since we're on the Celtics, and one of mine is the Celtics as well, way less uh, uh, complex, I feel like. Uh, I got the Celtics getting J.J. Reddick because the Pelicans want to get him up out of here. Uh, I yeah. feel like he his his time with the Pelicans has been over for a couple years now. Uh, he, he's been rumored almost damn near every trade deadline. He's mm-hmm. actually only shooting 36.4% from three, which is his lowest since, bro, I can't even, since the 2012-2013 season. So, I mean. I bet his minutes per game is the lowest it's been since he's like third year in the league, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's playing 18.6 minutes per game, which is the, you're a demon, bro. It's the lowest since his, thir- his third season in the league. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. My, I'm on basketball reference. And my That's son, a domer. I got I got basketball reference right here yeah. with me on Zoom. Like, That's a domer. So, so, yeah, J.J. Redick. I got them getting J.J. Redick. I don't think it's going to take much. Uh, I got them giving up Car- Carson Edwards and uh, 2022 first round unprotected pick. I feel like uh, the, the Carson Edwards is low-key, a nice little guard on the bench. He doesn't get as much usage with the Celtics because, you know, okay. they, they get busy. They have multiple guards that can do things. Peyton Pritchard came out of nowhere. Yeah. And, uh, He's been gives, struggling lately, but I like him. He gives the gives the Pelicans a nice little guard, a little project, since they like developing projects, even though they got Kara Lewis. And um, they get a little first-round pick. Like, you, how many teams are giving you a first-round pick for J.J. Reddick? Only yeah. can, only contenders. And uh, I feel like there's not many that would give up a first-round pick for J.J. Reddick, especially since he's not shooting that well. With the Lakers? Uh, I hope not. Yeah, me too. I hope not. I, I, I can't say that they wouldn't, but I hope they wouldn't. Yeah. And uh, so I got a little 2022 unprotected first and Carson Edwards to J.J. Reddick. Uh, shout out to Trade NBA uh, sponsors for the podcast. Now I'm playing. They don't, they don't sponsor nothing. But uh, uh, go, stop going. Justice just put me on for the, pat, uh, for the pod. Stop going to the ESPN Trade Analyzer. Go to Trade NBA. That's where it's at. Oh, cold. And, uh, 
according to trade NBA, the trade works. So <laughs> Carson Edwards and the 2022 first round pick for JJ Reddick, bro. Hey, bro, when we do when we do our, when we tell each other our trades, bro, we should we should put ourselves in the other team's shoes. Like, would you accept that? It's like what I accept that trade if I was. All right, so so we gonna rewind. So what was yeah. your what was your original trade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ojale, Langford, Grant Williams, and two first rounders for Jeremy Grant. If if I'm the Pistons, yeah. Ojale is doo-doo. Who, who is the other person? Romeo Langford. Doo-doo. Who's the other person? A lottery pick. He never got a chance yet. Who, who's the other person, bro? Grant Williams. <laughs> and then the two firsts? Yeah. Unprotected? But think about the state of mind that the Pistons are in right now. They traded Derrick Rose for nothing. Unprotected? Unprotected. I'll both of them unprotected. What years? 2022? 20, 2021 and 2023. So this year and and two years from now. Oh, we just got rid of Blake. Killian is injured right now. Got rid of Derrick Rose. Got rid of Derrick Rose. Jeremy Grant's really all we got. Do we really want to sell Killian like that? We going to give him no talent to play with? Well, Killian ain't got no talent anyway, so it don't matter. Damn, don't do that. I just picked up a Killian Hayes moment on Top Shot, bro. I need him to be good. Oh, that's my bad, bro. I need him to be good. You I just me? sold my Jalen Brown moment. The Did only you? one I bought, yeah, I sold it. You just got your money back? Uh, now nah, I got like a $15 profit or something like that. No way. How? I bought it for 23 and sold it for 40 What the hell? Hold on. Where we going like that? Now I need to check this because I had that same dunk and I sold it for like 22 So I'm going to be bro. pissed. I'm going to be pissed if he actually going to have much bread, bro. Oh, that's crazy. Damn, I got a, I caught an L. That's tough. We we I'm taking that off the I'm editing that out. We ain't talking about that. <laughs> but but nah, um if I'm the Pistons, would I take that? The two first do it for me. I don't I don't like any of the three players you said, but the two first do it for me. So yeah, I'm a just to have draft capital to do whatever we please with, I would take that for Jeremy Grant. Ah. You, know, you ain't gonna take a card on, on Romeo Langford just in case. Bro, that's just, tough, bro. I I'm lottery. I don't I, I'm I might have to retract my statement, bro. Jeremy Grant is nice. Jeremy Grant <laughs> is nice, bro. I don't okay. I don't I don't know if I would do that, bro. I don't know if I would. Yeah. Would I don't you, blame you. What if I said what if I said Peyton Pritchard instead of uh Ozla? I'd probably do it, bro. I think Peyton Pritchard's a bucket. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. Me too. Probably throw Peyton Pritchard in there. Would Boston do that? Yeah. Probably probably. Yeah, you got to make the most of your window because bro, Taylor's they trying to get in three years. They trying to get Kemp. He about to be a Laker. He loved the Lakers. He don't they, do that. <laughs> don't speak, don't be that guy. Not everybody's gonna be a Laker, bro. <laughs> no, nah, I'm that guy, bro. I had in, in my old phone from like 2010. I had pictures of random. I had Melo on the Lakers uni. I had everybody. Oh yeah, well we all did that. <laughs> you know, but, um, there's zero. Remember we wanted Lamarcus, bro. It was L A to L A. We had zero who was chance. that? Adam Levine was on. Was talking yeah. about we getting Lamarcus Aldridge. But um, so would you do my trade, bro? If you was the if you was the Celtics, would you take? Yeah. Uh, no, no. If you was the Pelicans, would you take? Yeah. You would take uh, Carson yeah, Edwards in the first. Because if I'm not going to play JJ, and he, everybody says JJ is one of the best vets in the league. Comes in, and takes care of bro, the young he, guys. He's more worried about being a podcaster than his podcast is phenomenal, though. Bro, he, I'm not going to hold you. No, nah, it is. It's fire. Pod. I'm trying. I'm trying to get him on the pod. Honestly, <laughs> yo, if you, yeah. JJ Redick, if you listen to this, bro, come on the pod, bro. <laughs> Uh, so, dude, I, when I first started popping, bro, I'd send DMs to like 15 NBA players a day, just hoping one of them would respond. Yeah, I, I didn't care how. Respond. 
Nah, but I didn't care how good or bad you were. Just to bro, have, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I swear to God, bro. After this, I'm reaching out to JJ Reddick. Yeah, you should. I don't be it just his DMs probably aren't open. That's he the might problem. respect the grind though. You might just need to tweet at him. You think, bro? He's active on Twitter. He's he's on there. All right, bro. I'm a, I'm a low key tweet at him. I wish yeah. I could get. I hope. I wish I had like a, a, a email or something that I could just send him an email. But we'll see. I, I messaged. I'd send an email to King of the Fourth Quarters, uh, bro, Kenny. Bro, I sent the email to oh KOTQ. Yeah, KOT for Q. Yeah, I couldn't get him to hit me back. I I sent the email. And he didn't. I never got a response. He's fine. His YouTube videos or the two K. He be doing the my GMs. He's fired, bro. Yeah. Um. Bro, tell freaking to tell him to to come on your pod, bro. <laughs> I wonder if they know each other. They all all popular YouTubers know each other, bro. Yeah. They respect true. each other, bro. As soon as they see you got above a certain amount of subscribers, they'd be like, all right, let me hear what you're trying to say. Yeah. But um, so what's your second trade, bro? And I'm a I'm a be I'm a be the the team this time. So so what 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 do you what do you bring into my table, bro? Bring bring. I picked up the phone. Uh, all right, Sacramento. I got two offers from you okay, for you. Okay. Uh, this is coming from Boston. Mm-hmm. I got Peyton Pritchard, mm-hmm. Romeo Langford, mm-hmm. Grant Williams. Okay. Aaron Neesmith. Okay. So both my rookies, you can have them. Uh huh. Two first round picks. For Harrison Barnes and Marvin Bagley. I'm hanging up the phone, bro. You're selling Marvin Bagley, though. They said they're trying to sell him. Uh, okay, if we go on like that, if we go to what they're doing, they're fine. Um, player for player, no, it doesn't make sense. But I personally, if I was the – and that's why the Kings are a horrible franchise because they're trying to sell Marvin Bagley three, two year, three years into the league, but whatever. He's nice, too. That's the right. thing. That's what I'm saying. But see, would I do that? Harrison Barnes, I would give up. Cool, get him out of here. Would I give up Bagley? Would I give up on Bagley? Remember, this is just the first offer, so go ahead. Oh, you have multiple offers? I got two offers for the Kings. Oh, I would probably say, let me hear your next offer. All right, cool. Sammy Ojale, Romeo Lane for Grant Williams, and a 2022 first round unprotected for Harrison Barnes and Jabari Parker. I would do that. I'll take a card on Jabari just to see. I would do that in a heartbeat. We got a deal. Virtually shake my hand, bro. Now you're gonna let me put my fingers back on screen. <laughs> but um, I would take that, bro. I would. I promise you, I will. We getting Jabari up out of here, and we getting a pick for it. We getting a nice little first round pick for it. So I'm doing that. And uh, so, would you take that if you was the if you was the Kings, bro? Yeah, I'm, I, and if I'm Boston, I'm taking a card on Jabari Parker. Would you take uh, the Bagley one? If they're selling Bagley and they the rumor are the rumor is that they're getting no interest on him, mm-hmm. I feel like the NBA is like giving up on Bagley. I don't understand that. I would bet that their asking price is more than people are willing to pay. But I'm, that's what that's what I say. That's what I told my Celtics fan. My, no, that's what I told him today. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if I'm giving you Pritchard and Smith, who are two rookies who are pretty highly touted coming out, well maybe not Pritchard, but he's been a surprise. You get another three young guys, mm-hmm. so you get five players for me, and I'm giving you two picks. For unprotected for Bagley and Harrison Barnes, so you've been trying to dump Harrison Barnes for two years, anyways. Mm-hmm. I think I might do that if I'm really trying to dump Bagley. I mean, yeah, the thing is, they have their backcourt of the future. Like they're set with De'Aaron and Ty for and Halle Burton for a while. So yeah, having Pritchard, like I guess you got your little off the bench guard, but buddy, buddy. He's not going to be there much, that much longer, I don't no, think either. Trying, he he was he had turmoil with them like for years, and somehow they 
calmed it down, and yeah, now he's willing to be to be a king. But I doubt he stays with them for much longer. Yeah. Um, so my second trade, bro. So you're the Spurs. You're the Spurs. Bring, bring, bring. Hello. <laughs> uh, this is coming from uh, um, what is my man's name? This is coming from uh, Pat Riley right here, and oh. and, and the Miami Heat. Uh, we would like to take Lamarcus Aldridge off your hands. Uh, he said that he's not playing for you anymore. Anyway, you guys are come to a you've come to a mutual agreement that um that you just you just can't make it work. So um I'm gonna need I'm gonna need Lamarcus Aldridge and Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles, that we, we can make that work. You get KZ Akpala. You get Myers Leonard. I know it's a little wild. He he he's a little crazy right now, but just give him a couple. Just give him a month. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Myers Leonard. You get Andre Iguodala. Come on now. Come on. You get Iggy. You get Iggy. You get a 2022 second, and you get a 2027 second. What you doing with that? Nah, that's a no for me, dog. That's a no for you, bro. <laughs> that's a no for me, bro. Just because I don't. Just because you hung up on me, like <laughs> no, I just like I think I think Trey Lyles is better than almost every player that you try to send me. You got Trey Lyles over Iggy, bro. I mean, Iggy's gonna retire what next year? <laughs> no, what do I want Iggy? All right, for? what if I change it to a first? Both of them first. One of them first. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, you give me precious. And you can keep them in seconds so I'm in there. It's over. I can't do it. Can't do it. I feel like the Heat are going to find a way to get LaMarcus, though, bro. Yeah, me too. Actually, I, the more I think about it, that trade probably makes sense, especially if you're just trying to – I don't know what Pop said, like, we're trying to do right by us and then. Like, he's like, I want to do right I don't by think, us and LaMarcus. I don't think any team is going to take Myers Leonard. He just – the salaries worked, so I had to yeah. put him there. But yeah. I don't think any team is going to take Myers Leonard. Especially right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah, not right tough. now. So um, that's that, but he might get cut. He 100% probably will get cut. Yeah. And then no team's going to pick him up because you don't want to be that and team. He literally might be done in the NBA. Yeah, no team's going to pick him up. Um, So was that your last trade, bro? Oh, no. Oh, okay. That was my last one. So on. I'm on. just going to be the GM from here on out. I had to open the notes back up. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, 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 you're the Houston Rockets. Okay. I'm, I'm calling you from uh, from Golden State. Oh, okay, okay. I'm calling you from Golden State. Hey, listen, man, I heard you had a Oladipo on the block. Oladipo is on the block, my yeah. man. Yeah. How you like? You like Kelly Oubre? Good looking guy. You think? <laughs> a little bit of swag. Uh, I think. I think. I, I like Oubre. I like Oubre. Okay. Uh, Michael Mulder's had productive minutes for us. What do you think? Michael Mulder has been pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Jordan Poole just tore up the uh, G League. You like that? Yeah, Jordan Poole gets uh, dropped a lot, like on crossover. So I don't know if I yeah. want. Know if I want Jordan Poole. Me and my friends. Uh, me, I'm the GM of the Rockets. So me and my rich friends. Uh, our nick, <laughs> our nickname for him is Skidmark. So <laughs> go ahead and. I don't know if I want Jordan Poole. I don't know if I want Skid, but um, fair enough. All right, but but I'm going to give you all three of those guys in a 2022 first round. I'm predicted for Victor Oladipo, and that's it. That's all I want. Considering he's not signing with us anyway this offseason, uh, I would probably take that because I'd rather get the first and Ubre and uh, Michael Mulder than just let him walk. So I would take that. We've got a deal, my friend. My guy. Yeah. My guy. We've got a my deal. Guy. We've got a deal. I got one more for you. Okay. You're still the Houston Rockets. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm still. Oh, just might as well just buy a Rockets hat, actually. Yeah, so. Well, <clears throat> I'm calling you from Phoenix. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All you right. trying to give us Chris Paul back? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Oh, okay, okay. No, not at all. Uh, we're just looking for that legitimate third guy to maybe oh, okay. make us a contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Of course, of course. If you haven't heard, we're in the market for Andre Drummond, even though we have DeAndre Ayton. But yes, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Why. I don't know how that's gonna work. But. Uh, yeah, me either. But. You know, we're going to figure it out. We have Chris Paul. Yeah, just trade just trade for him so the Lakers don't get him off by <laughs> There you go. Um, you like Dario Saric? He's a pretty good little player, you know. Uh, if we're talking about one – from one to ten, he's probably about a five for me. I'm about halfway there. Cameron Johnson's a nice young player. You he's like about Cameron a six, Johnson? seven. He's about a seven for me. Jalen Smith, we just drafted him. Lottery. Uh, he, I'm, I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five. And I'll give you Jay Crowder. Uh-uh. And a 2023 round one, unprotected, for Victor Oladipo, and your 2021 round one from Portland, top 15 protected, which we know that Portland's not going to be in the top 15. I don't know if I would take that, honestly. I'd rather take the Michael Mulders one. Uh, well, I, this is this is Phoenix. I don't know what you're talking about with Michael. Oh, Mulder. my bad. I got got my uh, got my uh, got my teams mixed up. My bad. Let me just hang up and call you right back. <laughs> uh, yeah, back on the phone here. Um, we got another offer actually. We got uh, another offer uh, from the Golden State Warriors, and uh, they just they, they were giving us a little bit more bang for our buck. You're really going to load up the Warriors again after they beat you that many times? I don't know if it's loading them up, but I know Vic probably isn't staying with us uh, past this season. And uh, I kind of let it leak that Michael Mulder is a part of the deal, but that's not all. Let me assure you that's not all. So I'm going to go ahead. We're going to have to side with the Warriors on this one. Uh, start, Sorry to leave you hanging. Maybe we can work something out in the future, though. Yeah, well, <clears throat> we're not going to work anything out in the future. <laughs> I gave you Cameron Johnson, so that's the best I could do. Um, yeah, I probably I would take I would rather take the Warriors one if I was the Rockets. But um, is that was that your last that was your last screenshot? Yeah, first of all, don't clown my screenshots like that, bro. Uh, I needed a way to file them away, bro. Uh, yeah, I think that's my last screenshot. I tried to do a Lakers one for Oladipo. I want PJ Tucker. I tried to do a Lakers PJ Tucker one, but I just couldn't. I couldn't make it work. I couldn't make the salaries work for Oladipo. I don't know where it would come from. Um. Rob Lincoln would have to, have to do it. some some crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, and there's some guys that like just aren't tradable. Like nobody's gonna our, take Marcus Gasol. So. I think our best chance is the buyout market. I truly feel like a team's gonna trade for Andre Drummond just so we can't have him. Um, and there's no guarantee we even get him off buyout. But but he's been on the market for he hadn't played in what a month now. And him and AD are actually pretty close friends. So him and LeBron are good friends. That's what I'm saying. So. Hopefully, of course, you'd want to come to L.A., so hopefully there's that. Trevor Ariza, I don't know what's good with him. What's up with you and Trevor Ariza? Bro? I like Trevor Ariza, bro. I don't know. A nice little 3-and-D wing. We don't have enough of those? I mean, we do, but can't hurt to add another. <laughs> oh, don't talk to me in your white man voice, bro. I'm not trying <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> but, uh. So yeah, bro. I don't even know how long this podcast was, but I feel like we got a lot off. Yeah, that's, we got smooth hour, smooth hour, and ten smooth minutes. hour, smooth hour. And so, uh, yeah, it's probably gonna do it for this episode of the Run It Up podcast. Uh, next week, I really think we should do the top ten of all time. Dedicate a full episode to a top ten of all time. Yeah, but we gonna you better be ready because I'm. 
I got you, bro. See, I didn't really hot. have no notes this time. I'm going to have notes next time. I'm, I'm coming in hot. Bro. I'm having screenshots, bro. I'm telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so disrespectful, bro. And so, so yeah, that'll do this episode. Uh, let me just get my plugs in. Make sure you subscribe to the Run It Up podcast on Apple Podcasts. Download the pod on Spotify. Share with your friends, family, all that good stuff. Leave that five-star rating and review if you rock with the pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Adams underscore. The pod on Twitter is at Run It Up Pod, bro. Where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Justice Reed, R-E-I-D, Reed, too. Uh, me and Naj tweet every day. So if you follow Naj, you'll find me. Uh, literally. <laughs> You can find the po- my other podcasts on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Uh, There's 34 Rings podcast. That intro he got, I, I don't want to spoil it, but the intro he got coming is fire. I may just have to. I may just have to replace my co-host with Najee. We just go back and forth. We don't know yet. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, y'all can find me on any of that Instagram, just the street too. If y'all try to see the boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it, bro. But make sure when it comes to this run it up, y'all run it up, bro. Y'all that's run it up. Make sure y'all run it up. Subscribe yeah. to the pod. And uh, we're going to get up out of here. But always remember, let's run it up. Let's run it up. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Run It Up Podcast. If you want to keep up and see what Najee is up to, follow him on Twitter at NajeeAdams underscore. Hit him with some questions or topics that you want to hear in the next episode of the Run It Up Podcast.